This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I Review on iTunes, y'all. But it's obvious, if y'all didn't listen, we, we never write this out. What's up, what's up, it's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast, Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Hey, we got a good one for you guys today. Uh, we got a special guest coming in, Madeline Rose. Um, man, she has a great story. We got a chance to chop it up a little bit, those who don't know. She's a uh, fast-rising country music artist out of Nashville by way of um, upstate New York, the Finger Lakes, actually. And she's at the... I don't want this young ladies at the start of her journey to capture her dreams. So we got a chance to really sit down and talk about it and her musical journey and some of the things that she may have sacrificed to fuel her desire to capture what she wants one day. And I thought it was a very interesting talk. Um, so please, great interview. And as all of our interviews, you can always go to samshownation.com. Check out our YouTube channel at Just Talk with Sam, no G and talking. And you can see the full interview right there in the video aspect. You can listen to it right here in the audio aspect. Uh, but before we get started, everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com, your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. And my people who know we've been doing this for over 13 years, hey, look, right there on the homepage and current promotions page, there is a donate button. Please hit the donate button. Give whatever makes you feel like a good person to keep the free funny free. It keep we put every single solitary red cent back to this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. Also, those who want a little bang for their buck, they can always go to the um, Just Talk with Sam store and get whatever you need there. Whether that be t-shirts, hats, whatever you just talk with Sam swaggy stickers. If you want some stickers, it's it's all right there. So please. Hook us up, order stickers. Again, after profit, every dime goes right back into this podcast to make a bigger, greater podcast. Speaking of the podcast itself, you can always listen to the podcast right there at samtronation.com. Hit the podcast link, and by hitting the podcast link, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts right there on the website. Or maybe you're one of those people who listen to the podcast a little bit differently. Wherever you listen to, to Just Talk With Sam podcast, no G and talk, Just Talk With Sam are wherever podcasts can be found. So whether that be your Apple, your Amazon, your iHeart, your TuneIn, your Stitcher, your wherever podcasts can be found, whatever service you use, just put in Just Talk With Sam, no G and talking. It's all right there. 
So, we got a few sponsors before we jump into this excellent interview with my special guest today, uh, Madeline Rose. First sponsor uh, is near and dear to my heart, the good folks at NFLShop.com. Yes, my football people, y'all know that the NFL schedule has just been released as we gear up for our games and we gear up for this fall. You yourself, the draft just finished. You yourself can load up on all of your favorite team gear by going to samshownation.com right there on the current promotions page um, and hit the nflshop.com link. I'm, I personally put a Detroit Lions link. I love my Lions. I'm Detroit to my heart. But when it comes down to it, whatever your team is, maybe you're an Eagles fan. Maybe you rec- you like the champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe you're a Dolphins fan. Maybe you're a Cowboys fan. You like, for whatever reason, you like the Green Bay Packers. Um, whatever your team is, it's all right there. And if you go today, you can get 15, uh, excuse me, anything over $15. You put in the offer code NFL15 for free shipping, anything over $15. As you're stocking up, you're getting new stuff, you want to get some of the old stuff before it sells out, please go to samshownation.com, click the NFLshop.com link. You can um, get a jump on your favorite j- draft collection from the NFL draft, just but you really, really, really hope. Bijan workout, you got it. If you like men, you looking at that Jamar Gibbs jersey, go ahead. It's all right there. This offer does apply. So put in the promo code NFL15 for free shipping on all orders over 15 bucks. Please hurry up. It's a limited time only and some exclusions may apply. Hey, I know just a minute ago I'm talking about the fall, but we're in spring right now. And spring means we're about to get outside. And if you're getting outside, we're about to start grilling. And you know who got your back? Our next sponsor, the good folks at Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks wants you to jump into their spring celebration. Up to 55% off with free shipping on all orders over $169 or more. And on top of that, if you do that, four free burgers on any purchase with $149 plus some details do apply but you can spring into that summer sizzle to get that grill going whether it be their signature steaks like the filet mignons the uh, top sirloins the tri-tips the ribeyes the t-bones you know what it is to um like I we talk a little bit about it with Madeline Rose when she she like being on the lake she don't think too about grilling but maybe it's not just steaks Hey, you could grill some of their marinated salmon fillets, your cooked shrimp, your butcher cooked air chilled chicken breasts, the ultra premium ground beef, the split lobster tail skewers. I've had those. Those are wonderful. The bacon wrap pork chops, the chicken cordon bleu, the boneless pork chops. I got to stop talking because I'm getting hungry now. So please go to samshownation.com. Click the Omaha Steaks link. And go ahead and get this spring celebration. And you can fill up that freezer and get ready for some spring and summer grilling. Trust me, you will thank me when you have one of these just delicious, delicious meals. Whatever whatever you take, it's all good. So please go to samshownation.com. Um, hit up Omaha Steaks. 
And lastly, and certainly like not leastly, the good folks at Target. Listen, Mother's Day is around the corner. Now, I know there's a few procrastinators out there. There's a few people who are waiting to the last minute. I'm letting you know, if you hear my voice right now, this is the last minute. Uh, you could go to samshownation.com and you could click the Target link. You can shop online, drive right past your Target and pick up the gift that you got from mom. Mama didn't wait last minute for you. Don't wait last minute for her. Get the gift ideas from mom, whether it be books. Maybe your mom likes books. The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama. Maybe your mama likes wine. They have tons of different um, rosés, chardonnays, whatever you need right there. Um, and you can't go wrong with flowers. Maybe your mom deserves, she does deserve a dozen fresh cut red roses. Or maybe your mama loves yellow tulip flowers. Please get them. Hurry up. Because Mother's Day is right around the corner. This is your last minute warning. And the best way to do it is go to samshownation.com. In the current promotions link, click the Target link. Order right then and there. You can order it. You can pick it up at your friendly neighborhood Target. Go ahead. You don't have a lot of time left. Celebrate your mom for Mother's Day. And if you're giving gifts, we here at the Just Talk With Sam podcast like to give the gift a song. And since uh, we are about to jump into a great, and I mean great, interview with Madeline Rose, one thing we are going to do, we're going to play the new one, her gift of song. It's called Heart Space. I really like this song. It's the new one. It's the single. We can release it. It's awesome. We got our permission. And I think you would just love this song. So check it out. Right after that, we're going to get into this great interview with Madeline Rose. But first, this is Heart Space.
Madeline, thank you so much for, if you're ready, we can just jump right into this podcast. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, and it would not be a podcast because we are slobberingly grateful for every guest we give. So much so, we start off every podcast with the -the over-the-top introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the Finger Lakes to Nashville to she has one of the one of the fastest rising country music artists coming out of Nashville. Has the hit single soon to be released in a matter of hours. Heart space, ladies and gentlemen, a rose by any other name would not sound as good. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Madeline Rose. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> wow, thank you. We mean this. We're happy to have you. I'm glad you're here. The -the over-the-top introduction is so worth it because in a very short time, you have been crushing it, young lady. (laughs) Thank you so much. Now, I got to say, I was doing some homework. I was reading. It seemed like you started music at the age of four, your self-taught guitar, and you're a classically trained pianist? Yes. Yes, all that's correct. What? What? propelled you to go this far what what was the motivation to just hey i love music and it's gonna be in my life see you guys later yeah you know i would say for me it just it slowly transitioned from a hobby to something that was taking over my whole life in a good way and um you know when you're young you know you, you either play sport or you do something musical or any of that kind of stuff and so I just started piano. Uh, I had a really cheap uh, little keyboard. Not any of those. <laughs> okay, okay. And um, not the Casio. Yes. Oh, she, oh it was the Casio. I'm just joking. Yeah. Go on. That, I, I want to because that's in a lot of my articles that it's a Casio. But um, yeah, so I started taking piano lessons when I was four. And I guess you could say it was classically trained. I mean, I did all that uh, kind of music. I didn't really get into country until I was like 14. Uh, But pretty much I went through two teachers, two piano teachers, um, switched to one when I was like 12 or 13, and then COVID hit. And it was a blessing in disguise for me because... I kind of just took took this whole hobby to a new level. My teacher went on maternity leave, and so that kind of left me to be on my own. And the way that I work, when I'm kind of left to be independent, I'm an only child, that's kind of how I thrive. And uh, so when she kind of just let me have everything, I didn't, I wasn't forced to practice. There wasn't any songs that, you know, okay, learn this when I have be back kind of thing um I started learning chords and instead of like looking at sheet music playing that taking honestly three weeks two three weeks to learn one song and that's really hard um you know you can forget it easily it's not an easy thing um so I transitioned from doing sheet music to chords and that was really the big game changer because then I could start singing songs that I did on the radio. Um, and of course, that's a lot more fun than Mozart or any of that kind of that's stuff. That's true. Um, for a 13 year old girl. And, 
So I started doing that, and then that also led me to be able to write songs with chords. So the chord idea was also self-taught. Um, I would Google, you know, what makes up an A chord, what makes up a B minor. I learned all that stuff when I was four, but I was four, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that also helped me a lot with guitar. Being self-taught is like, Yes, I know the chord, I would Google it, but I know the music theory of, you know, maybe this chord doesn't go with this chord or vice versa and, uh, you know, different keys and transposing and capos and all that kind of stuff. So it, I did take a lot of time to learn piano, but it honestly helped me a lot with guitar. Um, During our over-the-top introduction, I made sure to point out that you were labeled the fastest one of the fastest rising country music artists and that is a very big honor and a very small class so i'm curious how does that make you feel is that a pressure thing or is it just kind of like hey I'm, I'm, I'm just here away for the ride or do you feel it how does it make you feel i'm so excited like i tell this story all the time and you know, I, I look at my life. I measure my life in summers. I'm a big light girl, as I'm sure a lot of people are. And uh, I would always compare myself to last summer. Okay, last summer I was just signing a deal with Veer. Okay, last summer I was releasing my first album. Past summer before that was COVID. And I was just starting to write songs. And, you know, I look at people like Megan Maroney just absolutely blew it out of the park. I think she's one of the fastest growing, in my opinion, um, with Tennessee Orange. And I, I love her music so much. I appreciate her stories. But I look at me and I'm like, you know, it is it is happening pretty fast. It's pretty much, um, I would say, from my parents, my manager, and my label. Um my parents actually believed in me and, you know, got me the keyboards and the guitars to learn and when I wasn't even professional yet. And then my manager kind of took a chance on someone who had five subscribers on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I wasn't a good writer. I wasn't a good singer. And who says that I am now? No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> You know, he took a chance on me, and then my label also did, too. I mean, it was only three three or four months after I signed with my manager that we signed with my label. And, um, you know, we were looking for music video directors for my first video. And he kind of went to Veer and just like, you know, I've got this girl kind of thing. I wasn't really involved in the process much, so I don't know what the communication was like. But... Mm -hmm. um, I would say each person I meet is like, we're really doing this, you know, like, wow, we're here. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm curious, like you, you kind of mentioned a little bit that in a weird, uh, the best way I could put it, that you have your report card system, if you will, every summer, where was I compared to last year and where am I going to be next summer? Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious. I, I, I talked about, you know, the Finger Lakes, those who don't know, small town in New York. Uh, mm -hmm. um, does that small town influence um, influence you in your music where it's more of a family aspect or are you just kind of 
just again you're plucked from this place and brought into another place and you're just going to just be just just mm-hmm. yeah i would say it has a lot to do with everything i've found that in where i am writing right now i have a tougher time writing about the things that i like to do like music or you know boating or lake stuff any of that kind of thing um but i would say you know no matter where you live small town or big city anyone's in a you know has a crush or a relationship i was just talking about this in another interview where a lot of my music doesn't always have to be perceived as a relationship it could be a friendship or you know i was <laughs> i was just comparing uh won't be me this morning to like getting fired at work or something getting yeah, a business relationship yeah um you might not be slow dancing on the dock in the rain but um you know it won't be you and so yeah i mean going back to the question i think definitely you know there's you run into more people at town um, there's certain things that you're going to do in your small town that you wouldn't do in a city or that kind of stuff. You know, it's very normal to listen to country around here and go fishing and hunting and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's not a lot to do besides go watch <laughs> a sports game from your local high school or, uh, you know, go fishing or get ice cream or something. But uh, so that's a pretty large part of my music. Okay, and we you kind of mentioned it earlier that you were discovered by longtime Hootie and the Blowfish manager, uh, Rusty Harmon, who has known to just find talent. Um, and then you got signed with uh, Veer. What makes those two elements, like, the perfect, I guess, home for whether it be you and your music? Or what, what makes it, like like, they're getting the best out of me? Being with Veer and Rusty has been a great experience for me. I never would have thought that I would be signing a record deal at 15. Um, and yet the big, being with my manager and signing that deal only with a couple months in signing that deal. Um, I really appreciate him. I almost want to say taking the chance on me because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was online school at home. I was pretty much like all or nothing. Like I, I didn't drop out of school, but I was, I sacrificed my school life so that I could do this. And, um, you know, I didn't know completely what I was doing with producing or mixing or writing. Um, I just like to sing country. That was what I did. And you know, when you go sing at your local church, you're amazing. But when you go sing in Nashville for a big shot producer, are you? No. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, them taking the chance on me was one of the greatest experiences, and it's so nice. It's so sweet. Um, but they got me on a lot of good playlists and interviews. We've just came up with a great team along the way. Um, I'm very curious. Um, what is collaborations looking like in the studio? Because you did mention it. Um, you, you are, at the time, you were 15, and they're taking a chance on you, and I, I'm guessing, if I'm wrong at any point, let me know, but mm-hmm. there has to be a pretty strong age gap between yourself 
and probably some of the people you're collaborating with. So is that kind of like, hey, guys, this is what lit means. And then you just kind of mm-hmm. got to figure figure it out. Or what does it look like? That's a great question. I mean, I've I've released three singles, three in a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, those three singles, I've got those three, and then I've got two up and coming. Um I mean, technically three up and coming. I need to stop saying that it's already out. <laughs> but um, so I would say for the three first singles, I co-wrote them with two other people, technically three, um, but they were younger for in the business, I would say 20s and 30s. Okay. And so I remember having a conversation with my producer and we were talking about he was also involved in the writing, but he was talking about something that we were thinking about putting in the song. And, you know, he was like, it would have been perfectly fine if I was 10 years older, but you know, it was about drinking and stuff. And, um, you don't, and we were like, you know, we, a lot of people my age would put that out, but I'm a country artist and, you know, it's a little bit different for me. And so, that was one of the things where it's like, yeah, we can't really. Um, but the age gap thing is is funny because some of the things um, that I've written with these two up-and-coming singles, I wrote with an older woman and, uh, and her husband for a few of them. But some of those things, you know, it's harder to relate to and connect with. Right. Um Instead of just, you know, if I was writing with, like, 16-year-old Taylor Swift, it'd be, oh, my gosh, you know, great idea, that kind of thing. Um, But I try to write so that it's pretty much relatable for all ages. You know, all these heart space, taillights fade, and won't be me. It should be relatable to any age. And it is. If you think about it, you know, I don't... I've been really careful of, like, not putting things like, oh, like, cell phone in the songs, you know instead of, like, radio or that kind of thing. Right. Um, now, so. and to be quite honest, I, I don't know if you know this or not, I am not a teenage girl. <laughs> I'm just not. I don't know if you noticed. But I totally identify with uh, Tell I Fade and Won't Be Me. And I, I guess I could talk about it a little bit, Heart Space. Yeah. Um, again, as of this recording, in a few hours, it'll be out and the world can hear it. But I, I guess what I'm listening to is um, things you want to talk about, but is there also a longing of things that you kind of had to give up during your transition? You kind of slightly mentioned it that, um, yeah, you kind of had to do the online thing with school. Um, you're missing out on some milestones, M- maybe prom, maybe a, uh, maybe some teenage senior skip day. And Maybe this is a good thing, depending on everyone else mm-hmm. in the school. The school talent show. You're not there. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So there's there's um, like a group of kids right now like, woo! Oh, my God, she's, she's not there? All right, this is awesome. Well, uh, thank you, first off. Um, that's a really great question. Uh, it's something that I do actually struggle with a lot. I mean, one of my best friends since... Uh, let's see, I was eight, just got asked to prom, and I didn't. And uh, 
it's funny because I'm like, I want to go dress shopping and I, <laughs> I want to go do all that stuff. And I can if I want to, but um, it's not, you know, it's not worth it for me. I've always said, and I know other singer-songwriters relate to this, but we would rather, like, try on a dress for the CMAs than prom. That um, is the prom, and let's help you get there. Yeah, but um, I've always... For some reason, that's always been in my mind. But, like, you know, Madeline, you're not going to go prom dress shopping and homecoming. But let's hope that you're going to go for the CMAs and for the award shows and that kind of thing. Um, so it's like a give and take. Um, yes, I'm missing out on everyday school and all those friends and people. But I would never give this up in any way for just a school life. Um so it all pretty much had to do with COVID. And, you know, after COVID ended, it was kind of like, okay, like, are we going back? And because I did get into music right then and there, and it wasn't professional yet. It was just like, okay, like I'm producing, I'm mixing, but I was kind of like, you know, no. And I, I knew from right then that I wasn't going to be going back. I wasn't going to be the new kid or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so I just kind of, I just had a feeling that I should keep doing this. Well, I do have to say this, Madeline, if you ever feel the need to just check off a box, totally crash a student talent show. Just, just do it. <laughs> you just show up, that is an original song, deal with it. And then, and then you just do your thing. And don't even take the press, just walk away. It's like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I wanted. That, that, all right. That, thank you. I just had to scratch this itch. Oh, um, thank you. But one of the things, um, does it, you're, you're three singles in now. Is mm -hmm. it still surreal experience or is this, are we moving more towards normal life? Is this just, have you come to that grips like, oh my God, my life is just this now? Or is it still kind of surreal? I would say it's both. Um, I still feel like I've never felt like, okay, here we go. But unless I'm in Nashville, kind of, you know, on TV or something. Um, but when I'm at home and I'm doing my everyday thing, it's a part of life. And I think that it always has been until I will really graduate, start doing consistent meetings every day, start going to the award shows, that kind of thing. Um, and probably because I am in a small town and it's like, you know, you think you're famous or whatever, but, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you say that when you say like uh, small town, because you yourself have gotten your bones a little bit, um, by the biggest small town ever social media. Like there's a, is there a strong social media influence or is it just kind of like, Hey, I'm putting this out. Tell me what you think. Or is this kind of like, uh, do you do the thing we're not supposed to do and actually read the comments? I do read the comments. Um, I'm guilty of that too. Please go ahead. I, I actually read one yesterday mm -hmm. and someone said, okay, this is totally pop, not country. <laughs> and I was like, you know, could be worse. Could be a lot worse. And that's probably the, the worst comment that I've got. Um, but I know so many people, Kelsey Ballerini, Taylor Swift, Kelsey, in my opinion, the most, 
has gone with that mix of going pop and country, um, bringing more pop into country. And I'm here for it. I like a lot of kinds of music. Um, but country is so broad these days. I mean, I'm the a couple singles ahead. I'm thinking about putting out more of a rock song. Still fits into the country category, more like uh, Bradley Gilbert or... Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. But, um, you know, more of those rock tones. A um, little bit Morgan Wallen kind of vibe. So that was probably, like, the <laughs> roughest comment that I've gotten. But, um, you know, most of my support has been, like, very positive. So Okay. And um, I'm glad we are talking about the singles that's already out right now. Because I, I always love asking singer-songwriters, what is it about the songs that you put out? What is it that one thing where you'd like, this is it. This needs to go out. This is this is the one. I mean, obviously, we saw mm-hmm. with Tell Ice Fade, Won't Be Me, and the new one, Heart uh, Space. So what was it about those three for right now that says, like, you know what? World needs to hear this. What what was it? For me, it's always imagery. Um, I look at, you know, I've always tried to say, okay, if if I wasn't me, would I want to be listening to this? If I was some random girl that lives in, I don't know, Florida, no idea who I am, would I want to listen to this? Teenage girl just went through a heartbreak, maybe met, maybe met a new guy, any of that kind of stuff. If I wasn't me, would I want to listen to this? And I look at Taylor Swift, and to me, she's this plain, clean slate, you know, pretty blonde hair, blue eyes, that, like, innocent vibe. And then you look at her songs, and they're like, Every time you listen to one, it's all this imagery and you can see the movie in your mind. And I think she does that really well with like all country, all of her pop songs, all that kind of stuff. And so for me, I always try to start with that like, okay, is it the sweatshirt? Is it slow dancing on the dock in the rain? Because that's what started Won't Be Me for me. Um, and then Taillights, it was literally Taillights. <laughs> so um, that would be what started each of them and if i can really like see the story in my mind then i know that there's something there that i should keep going with and stick with um especially won't be me it's my favorite song the producing was great the song itself i love um and it was one of my favorites before it actually did get produced and all jacked up and pretty (laughs) um but when i came up with that idea I just like saw this image on my mind of like a couple so dancing in the dock in the rain. And it was like dark out, like maybe eight thirty or something. And I was like, you know, like that sounds like a teenage dream kind of thing. And uh again, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, mm-hmm. all those names. And uh so then I knew I was like, okay, like this is a a great imagery thing that I need to stick with. So Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, one thing I have read, and correct me if I'm wrong, is on the internet, so we'll know how true this is. <laughs> in, the, in the past, I read that you used to be incredibly shy. Um, because of that, you had kind of like a fear of performing in front of people. Uh, you wanted to keep your music to yourself. What is it that break you of that? Or is this, or is this kind of like a, is it still there? Is it still like element there? <laughs> where you're just kind of like, 
do you hide behind? Okay, I got the safety net of a guitar, and once I put this down, I'm shy again. What is it? Is it still there? You know, I I would love to know the answer of that <laughs> myself. Um, but I would say it wasn't an easy thing to get rid of. Yes, that was a true piece of information. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but you know, I look at. I guess I started actually, like, playing live for people when I was 14. Okay, like, I wrote the song, and my dad would try to sneak a mic up next to me. And I would get so mad. Like, oh, my God, get that thing out of my face. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> um, but I remember, like, having our neighbors over, and, of course, like, they never heard me move or sing or play anything. Um, and, you know, the actual singing and playing was fine, but, um, I would say it's like after that I would get shot, like, like you said, like hiding behind the guitar. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I had a piano lesson when I was like from four to 11 every year and every single year, I think I did it like once or twice where I actually did talk. But my piano teacher would say, okay, this is her name, this is how old she is, and this is what she's playing. I would not do it. I'm like, okay, either you're saying it for me or I'm not performing. And I know you want me to perform, so you're saying it for me. <laughs> but uh, that was that was a very realistic uh, thing that I always did. Now I actually love talking live like I have jokes with the crowd um I seem like I can come up with things a lot easier which took a lot of practice um but even interviews like this I would I used to get like super nervous for and well, now you're doing like, fine oh, I don't fun. know if you need to know that but you're doing fine thank <laughs> you <laughs> yeah but I would say now it's just so much fun you know having a conversation with a crowd or and it's like I'm not a comedy where I'm like doing it for two hours straight. It's between songs or whatever. Um, but yeah, I said at my last gig, I was like, okay, this one just came out and it's about the best feeling ever getting replaced. And everyone's like, ah, <laughs> nice. So. Nice. Now you have done this. You're, you're three years in, uh, now I want to say three years. You're three singles into this, uh -huh. a few years into this. Uh, what is something you wish someone told you when you first started? That oh, you were like, yeah, I wish y'all would have let me in on this. That's a hard question. I don't know if I ever answered that. Okay. Um, I would say... Oh, man. You really got me stumped here. <laughs> I didn't mean um, to. Yeah. I would say make it fun. You know, I I still continue to do that, but at the end of the day, if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to do it, then don't. And sometimes you get to a point where, like, you know, you you think of other career paths when it gets really hard or that kind of stuff. That's what happens every day in a career. I mean, my grandma was just telling me um, when she was going through medical school to be a nurse, if you don't have one time that you're like, okay, I hate this, I'm going to be done, then it's, like, not what you're supposed to be doing. Like, everyone's going to have those issues. 
if it's not a good relationship, then you're not going to fight or that kind of thing. Um, where you've got to have something going on where it's not always going to be so perfect, but at the same time, like you don't have to do it. You can go do your own thing and no one's forcing you. So at least in my case, <laughs> makes sense. And, um, let's flip it because I stumped you. That didn't mean, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> what is a tip you would give someone who's watching this interview trying to aspire to do what you're currently doing right now? Let's flip it. So you're giving the advice. What would you tell someone? I would say research your butt off. I spent so many hours every day researching. When I first got started and I was 14 and we were in quarantine, I was learning how to, first off, the first thing that I researched was how to get on Spotify. Is that something I can upload? Is that... You know, I had absolutely no clue, and no one does unless, you know, you're a musician or you're in the business, um, but it was started with, like, DistroKid, a small uh, distribution company. You know, you pay them 20 bucks a year, which is crazy cheap, and they do everything, but you're not going to get a playlist, you're not going to get the streams, all that kind of stuff, and so it's, like, all these drawbacks... And then, okay, well, then how am I going to distribute my music without them? Okay, well, that's where beer comes in. And so it's all this research, which is so overwhelming. <laughs> but you get to a point where, you know, I'm even going to have to start doing research again on um, how to play my guitar better. Why not? I'm slowly playing just my guitar for gigs, so it's less equipment to bring in. And... uh I would say there's always someone that knows more about something than you. Guitar playing, piano, songwriting. There's so many things out there. I watched Masterclass uh, from Christina Aguilera. I love her. I watched the same Masterclass three times, three years in a row. Um, she's just, you know, so amazing, and you learn everything again. And So I would say all that different research, and it's easier I think when you're younger um to absorb all that I wouldn't want to do it all again I'll tell you that (laughs) yeah so with that said I didn't want to eat up your whole day this has been fun um one thing I would like to do for the audio portion of this podcast is cool if we play a couple of cuts from you we will wait the time for hard space to show up before (laughs) this is out for everyone is is that cool yeah. we, put it, we put you on our playlist where yeah. hopefully people will love you and rock with you but from here on out the hard push this camera that camera i hope i'm saying this right you're at madeline rose music on tiktok and ig yeah. uh madeline rose Muse, music hold on, am i reading this right music on twitter and madeline rose. rose music on everything yeah yeah okay <laughs> there's a typo on our part you know what? I'm doing your job. Go ahead. Uh, you, you know what it is. YouTube is my biggest uh, platform, so I would recommend YouTube. You get bigger covers on that, and of course, a, a short every day. Um, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Mountain Rose Music. All right, and I will make sure I put all of that up once we do the social media stuff, and I will make sure links to the music and in the audio version of this podcast, we'll play a few cuts. We got the okay, 
And I want people to be just as excited to hear you watch your videos just as I am talking to you right now. So this has been fun. We've been talking for over a half an hour and it just flew past. I'm not going to eat up your whole day. Selfishly, I kind of <laughs> want to. You're that interesting, so easy to talk Thank to. You. But one more time, you're welcome back to the podcast whenever you want. Thank, Thank you, you, Madeline, so much. This has been fun. Thank you. I appreciate having you on. All right. And God bless and just much success. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.
that was the cut we talked about a little bit that was tail lights fade um i want to thank madeline rose please check her out wherever go to madeline rose music all over the internet whatever social media service you use or you can check out her website at madelinerosofficial.com um this was a great great interview she's welcome to come back whenever she wants i wish her nothing but the best this was this was awesome podcast so please check her out listen to her music check her out on social media give her a thumbs up let her know you heard her here i think she appreciate that man but we're getting around that time uh one thing i gotta do if you in the podcast and move you gotta holler at my boys at the act accordingly podcast with bash and z the great dj matey and sometimes aj yes they're back from their uh brief hiatus and they're bringing the funny with them so go check out my boys at the act accordingly podcast wherever podcasts can be found um yes act accordingly podcast so that's enough of me for right now i want to thank you for listening to this this has always been great um if you want all things related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com your home for everything related to the just talk with sam podcast um on our socials well Email, you can email us at just talk with sam at gmail.com. No G and talking, just talk with sam at gmail.com. Just talk with sam, no G and talking at uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, our homepage is always samshownation.com. And you can talk to me on Twitter at samshow11. So that's what we got right now. You know what? We're not going to leave you hanging. We got one more for you. We're going to play it out. We talked about it a lot in this uh, podcast. We'll play the single. Won't Be Me by my buddy, Madeline Rose. Check her out. This is Won't Be Me as we close it out. Guys, I will see you later. You told me this would last Looking at the stars from the back of your dad's old Chevy truck That was always a 